Falu, welcome. You are one. You are our one black friend on this call. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, uh, hi, Falu. Hey, thank you for that glowing uh, introduction. Um, I mean, I mean, from, now, out. from now on, can I just be called the one black friend? Yes, you can be that guy. <laughs> okay. You are the one. I hear you. We just said you're from Nigeria. I was this is born... coming from a fellow Nigerian. Okay, okay, yeah, I was born in Nigeria. Oh, uh, yeah, I lived there until I was nine years old. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Where about in Nigeria? Um, in the southwest. Uh, I was born in a town called okay. Ileife. Oh, right. Cool, 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 cool. I was actually born in Sokoto myself. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very much Indian, but yeah, born in Sokoto. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're not very much Indian. Once you've got a taste of Nigeria, you're 100% Nigerian. <laughs> of course, of course. Okay. Exactly, not true. <laughs> cool, 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 man. Nice to see you. Nice to have you a uh, first guest on our show. So, so, so I'm actually the second black person because you're, you're technically the first. <laughs> no, maybe not. Oh, 100%, but yes. Technicalities. Yes, some technicality. Follow our second black friend. Okay, cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. correct yourself, Vijay. Uh, oh damn it! Okay, I have to update my history books. <laughs> 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 so, everybody, welcome so? to Tech Comedy Live. I mean, reason why we're here and reason what we were discussing before, just before Follow joined in, so we can catch up Follow to our discussion and why we're here is. What are we doing to better uh, make the tech industry more inclusive? To make the tech industry, uh, I'd say, accessible to those that should benefit them instead of just looking at it from a capitalistic point of view where technology is just purely to sell more iPhones. I mean, there should be more more representation, more everything. And obviously, since the Black, Black Lives Movement, sorry, Black Lives Matter movement, that's uh, gripping the world. Uh, it's making me realize, and making everyone realize, where is the representation? I mean, are what people looking up to racism now? I mean, are they like, oh yeah, oh, oh right, we don't have any representation. What 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 has what has been going on? I mean, what what makes this different? First of all, from from the the protests that we're seeing, and are people really uh, serious about this change? Well, because it looks what you're signaling to me. This has got to be one of the more unique situations in the world where, okay, I don't think a protest is, is new, but in the middle of a worldwide pandemic of all things, makes it all the more interesting. And the timing, I guess, yeah, the timing of it is, is just very auspicious. And I think it's a massive turning point, more so than previous, I guess, other protests. What do you guys think? Especially because of technology, I think, to a factor. Gosh, um, I think um, I was I was mentioning this to Vijay uh, when he asked me to join. That um, uh, I'm not sure you guys want me on your show because I've I've spent the last two weeks, um, you know, oscillating between feelings of of despair and hopelessness and um, anger and rage and sadness and disgust and, you know, every, everything else that you can, you, you can, you can, uh, add to that. So I, I want to believe that, that this is kind of a tipping point. And I think that there are signs, um, uh, that things are a little bit different. Um, at the same time, 
you know, we know that in the U.S. and in large parts of the world, money talks. Um, and, and, and right now, um, the folks that have money, um, some of them are talking. Um, very few of them are actually doing anything. Um, so I think, I think that there's still a lot that, that needs to be done. But, you know, if, if there is a ray of sunshine, I'm, I'm not going to be the prophet of doom and gloom. Um, it's that you're hearing talk that you, you have, you've never heard before, right? You're hearing um, Fortune 500 um, leaders and, and tech leaders that are acknowledging that there is a systemic racial problem. Um, you're hearing yeah. them, um, uh, you know, state things that, um, the, you know, fr- basically directly from the platform of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, you're hearing talk about things like def- defunding the police and, um, um, and reducing the amount of, of funding that, um, that we provide to uh, policing and, and, and reverting that to, to, to mental health and um, community um, uh, engagement um, uh, um, policies. Um, so, so I, I think I think they're saying the right things, but um, you know, I'm, I'm a natural skeptic, and um, until I see things happen, um, you know, yeah. I, I still see the percentages of, um, um, of 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 black representation in in um, in management and boardrooms and in the invest, investor community. Um, you know, and, and staggering. So, you know, un- until we can kind of address um, that. Um, and, and really, it's not, you know, I think the research shows, right, that it's not um, Black representation for the sake of Black representation. I think diversity and inclusion has been shown to actually be good for business, right? So there's, a, there's an economic, sure. there's, you know, there's an economic mandate for this, Um you know, but 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 the more and more that we, but, do, yeah, do, the, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that's really like uh, been the issue here. I guess I think this is more around the movement of the social injustice. I guess and just from the, the from the police side, uh, more especially the U.S. But I guess this is more uh, worldwide. But that systematic uh, targeting of a specific race of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think Andrew Yang, I don't know if you guys follow Andrew Yang on Twitter, he had like a very good uh, suggestion, was rebranding, instead of defunding the police, maybe uh, rebranding the police, like strip it down completely, rebuild it, and call them guardians, uh, as a as an example. And then you become guardians of a society, instead of the policing mentality, which comes from a very, uh, I don't know, uh, I think it goes down uh, quite far back in American history, of the nature of policing and how it was and what the the slave trade, uh, slaves coming from the US, from around the world, uh, from Africa, from around the world. Um, uh, I mean, like the one thing that kind of like irritates me, I don't know how this is for you guys, but uh, like so black Americans are called more uh, African-American, but then occasional white Americans are just called American, which is unfair, right? Because they are more like Irish American or Italian American, European American. So why that difference? And that also then starts causing barriers already. Um, and I don't know if you guys uh, watched uh, Trevor Noah's uh, take on the whole thing, 
on uh, yeah. on a show that well, uh, we all have social contracts that gets broken or broken. Sorry, uh, there's this anger, then obviously, right? Because certain people have certain expectations on this social contract, and uh, certain people buy into it, and when systematically it's broken for a certain group of people, they're obviously going to retaliate. And that's exactly what's happening here. We're not treating everyone the same way. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, um, uh, that was a really good, good video from Trevor. I really appreciated it. Um, I, I think one of the things that, and I, and I know he didn't kind of mean this, but, but I think when we think about a social contract being broken, I think, his he was alluding to more of a the innate human social contract um but we have to remember that the system as we're seeing it in the US is not broken it's acting the way it was meant to act um you know black bodies have never been treated as equal they've never been treated as um uh, as as just as human as everyone else, um, you know, and, and, and as, as you were saying before. But do you think that's because of the system? But do you think that's because of the system or just certain people like abusing that system? No, I think that's the way America was built. It's, it's not, it's not, it's oh, not a few, okay. it's not a few bad apples. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure not. Yeah, it's not a few bad The apples. system was built. I agree with that. To... Um, essentially deny the humanity of a certain group of people. Um, we don't only see it in African-Americans. We also see it in Native Americans. Um, it, it's, it's part of the fabric of, of the U.S. And so when we talk about things like um, defunding the police, yes, of course, you still need um, some level of policing, but we need to rethink. And, and, and I think rebranding is fine, but I don't want to play um, semantics with it. Right. Um, yes, rebranding is part of it, but the whole thing needs to be rethought about. The entire American experiment For sure. um, needs to be reviewed about how we. I was just watching some videos. I've I've been in like video and and news hell or heaven, depending on how you look at it. Um, you know, because one of the things that really struck me most. You know, as that video of George Floyd just gets replayed over and over again, and then you start thinking of uh, Breonna Taylor and all the other ones is, mm. is you know, yeah. and this is, you know, when I then have to shut up my computer and talk to friends because, um, you know, you start thinking, like, who are we as, as humans and what is the, this humanity that, that um, you know, that we're part of that one allows a man to literally... Um, you know, slowly and pain, painlessly take the life of another man, and then for the and then for there to even be a debate about the morality of that. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 and, and so I, it still took four days, I think, before the cops were convicted. Right, right, Saturday. and there's still a debate. What, there's much, still a debate. Yeah, yeah. right. The, like, why do we have to debate that Black Lives Matter? <laughs> You know, the, I can actually tell you why there's a debate. Just listening to to everything that that Foe's saying and um, and Deepu as well, <clears throat> and knowing what America is, America is a very successful dystopian dictatorship. It was founded 
<clears throat> excuse me, on a, a system of control, um, which did become a, a racial segregation, cultural segregation uh, thing because the people who were in control, their particular culture obviously kept that, they kept their family in control. And they designed the system in a way that uh, that brainwashed the citizens enough to believe in the system. It's like if we had to take, uh, I mean, we could take pretty much any dystopian type of rebelly story, but let's look at Star Wars. Um, the United States is the empire and was built and designed as the empire to be a control system. And their it control... Works. Their main control is convincing everyone that they're free. But freedom doesn't need to be controlled. So what's happening now are people go, people are, are thinking about how America has been set up. I think it's pretty obvious from my point of view that there are people in power in these positions of what's being convinced to the people as guardians policing who are really the bad guys. So it makes perfect sense that, you know, that they would discompassionately kill somebody. But what has happened now is this has triggered a rebellion that let's open the floodgates, that this rebellion is not going to back down like any of the previous ones. It's, it's, it's been building up and it's been building up over time. And there's been, um, attempts and i mean like the black panthers existed mm -hmm. uh there's been so many kind of revolutions that obviously have got the fight to a certain point but no no further and i agree and i kind of feel <clears throat> sorry with foe that this is it's got it's gotten past that breaking point and this seems to be that final overthrow overthrow where the system is going to change but it's now the process of changing and however long that, I don't think that'll take too long, but it's not going to obviously be overnight or, you know, within a few months. Yeah. I, 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 I hope sure. you're right as well. Um, I get the sense that it's, it's, it's still a long way away. Um, you know, we're, we're talking, we're talking about now. centuries of this psychological and physical mentality that you speak of, right. Of this empire. Um, I don't think it's going to be months to, to, to be toppled, especially with the interests that you spoke about as well that are at play. Um, you know, and we, if we go back to, you know, money and the role of, of, of that, um, in, in keeping the empire where it is, um, you know, un until something can change there. And we've all read, you know, the, the Zuckerberg articles, right? Um, you know, one of the richest and most powerful people in the world, if he's not willing to change, um, you know, yeah. we still have a long way to go. Yeah, it's kind of that capitalistic nature of the world and morality meeting, and that's where kind of decisions need to be made. Yeah. But I've, I've got an interesting point, though, separate to that is how the technology, I think, kind of played a role in this. I think this kind of systematic kind of behavior has been there before, but I think it's becoming more prevalent now because of social media, instant kind of uploading to the cloud. Everyone gets to see thousands of people 
it's spreading and that's how a lot of this global um activism is happening right now because of this well the um, very fact that this murder was recorded and publicized yes exactly the right, possibility right. of that, that. Not, not so, live, yeah. but yeah yeah but but here's a downside though which i feel i mean which i find quite fascinating is while it's important that technology has empowered these kind of like situations coming to the fore i think is it is it almost too generic to say that more people are willing to rather record and get this for the views or put it down and just like help out i mean what are the chances if that you could have lived if people are not too obsessed about putting this online or getting the recording of it do you understand what i'm saying yeah no i think um you know i think i would agree and and, and i think most people would agree that that technology and and the advent of of, of social media has been has been a positive step for for these type of movements um but but i think that um a lot of people tend to see it as um the only or the final step um whereas it's it's merely the first of many several steps that need to happen right um and so i think it creates the awareness um it brings about kind of a um you know it 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 it, it, it kind of le- levels yeah it levels the playing field when it comes to press right you don't have to kind of wait and have it be yes. curated by an editor that bias. that yeah. you know has some bias you can literally watch it in real time um so i think that's been helpful but oftentimes and we've seen this in in the past as well with with mike brown and 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 um um Trayvon Martin and and the rest, um, where it only you know, it stops there, right? So I feel like if I've reposted something about Black Lives Matter, or if I've reposted the video, I've done my civic duty, um, you know, and, and then and then we don't we don't see real change. And so um, you know, again, I've 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 been seeing some positive signs, but it's still yet to be seen in America. Um, you know, it's important that policies change and it's important that those that are making the policies change as well. And so voting becomes important. And historically, young people have been poor at getting to the voting voting booth. Um, even with Obama, yeah. who captured the imagination of young people everywhere, he still had really low numbers when it came to, For sure. um, to, 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 to young voters. You know, and so, and so I see a lot of young people posting um, you know, and, and going back to, to social, social media, actually, just a quick anecdote. Um, I was telling a friend earlier this week that um, the reason that I actually first got onto Twitter in 20, whatever that was, um, was because of the Arab Spring and, and all, all that was happening there and, and just wanting to be kind of closer and getting real time information. You know, and this is kind of the, you know, the African-American spring, I guess maybe you could call it that. Um, yes, that, yes, yes. Yeah, that's gotten a lot of people interested in what's happening on, on social media. How do I engage? What are the books that I should be reading? Who are the the, the, the commentators that I should be listening to? Um, and I think that's a good first step to, to raise that awareness. Um, but my my hope is that is that that's not the last step. That's not the final step. Sure, 100%. I, I still got to praise all, I think, especially the black Americans and their attitude towards the whole, uh, I mean, their reaction hasn't been also one of vengeance. It's been more about just treat us all equally, you know, and I think that's 
that's the admirable part that I, I really take out of it and which should be the message at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, look, the, vo- uh, but yeah, very, very voices are diverse, right? So I think you do. I, I think the majority of the voice you're right is, is, hey, like the common denominator should be equality, right? Um, you yeah. know, I, I was watching yeah. some videos on, on Ubuntu, like, you know, again, this humanity, like, you know, when did when did we move away or have we never even gone to that point where we see our humanity wrapped up in others' humanity? Um, you know, and, and that to me is, is what I struggle with sometimes, um, you know, and, 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 you know, I was watching a not, not funny video, but it was, it was so striking. Um, I think it's Kimberly Jones, um, at the end of a really passionate, um, uh, plea, she goes, you know, America should be lucky that all we're asking for is equality and not revenge. Um, you know, and, 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 and. Yeah, and that's really powerful. Yeah. No, exactly. And don't forget, sure. uh, all of this is happening at this alarming rate while the virus yeah. is still around and it's ravaging. <laughs> so they have to protest that, that, that this that's virus the and the other that. virus. That exactly. two viruses. The two viruses, yes. <laughs> on either side, yeah. And of course, the virus ravages more on those communities, more than the richer communities. And as- it's almost that even though as bad as the coronavirus is, the vaccine for that can hold off until like it's the vaccine for racism needs needs to be more hundred percent. Hundred percent. I feel we yes. don't we don't have a vaccine but that we're waiting see, for in November, uh, December um, for racism. But yeah, but the problem is even exactly. even if there's a vaccine that goes for racists, there's still anti vaxxers to worry about for those. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. anti-vaxxers, yeah. yeah, which are called racist, which is the analogy. Uh, Vijay, I, I need you to, to explain that a little bit more. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, so, so what's your background, follow by the what way? What is my background? Good, good question. Um, so, I, uh, I, I studied um, economics in, um, in in varsity. Um, and I actually got my MBA at uh, the University of Cape Town um, while I was living in South Africa okay. for a little bit. Um, and then I've, just, I've been in consulting most of my life. Um, and recently, as of last year, just joined on with a, um, with a startup in the agriculture technology space um, here in Nairobi, Kenya. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay, cool. Are you actually calling us from... I'm, I'm calling from Nairobi, Nairobi. Yep. Oh, nice. Well, that's cool. I know. Not, not only do you have a black friend, you have a yeah. black international <laughs> friend now. Yeah. I, mean, I mean... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this, this is, this is an international... Tech company life is an international... Yeah. yeah, it has become international right now. Yeah. Uh, have you spent time in the US? I think this of it being that it's international i mean in previously before before this when my life was simple in order to tell people that i had international business i host my website on an international website you know to tell hey i'm international and that doesn't help at all (laughs) that i host my server in the u.s that doesn't make me international (laughs) i don't know i don't know who you're talking to Uh... but um (laughs) <laughs> some, some, it, it must have been those, well, those some, rich uh, investors of yours that that 
that that take you <laughs> at, at at any at any words. Um, no, uh, you you were asking um, if I spent some time in the U.S. I yeah, I, I, most of my growing up um, yeah. has been in the U.S. And so when we left Nigeria um, when I was nine, we moved to the U.S. Um, um, and, about? <laughs> good, good question. Um, for two years, okay. for two years, we were in Mississippi, um, in a little town called Oxford, Mississippi. Oh. Um, um, up until the time that I lived in Cape Town, I used to describe it as the most racist place that I've ever lived. Um, and then I experienced Cape Town. Mississippi, yeah. really? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Wow. Yes. Cape Town was worse. Yes. We could, that can be a different, uh, <laughs> podcast, but Cape Town was, was worse. Um, yeah, no, Mississippi oh, wow, okay. was 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 sure. tough. Um, it's it's still to till today. Um, I mean, I haven't been back in a, in a while, but um, it was very strange coming from Nigeria, where you know we had our issues in Nigeria, but um, I didn't know anything about I didn't know anything about mm. race at nine years old, um, and going to one of the most racist places yeah, in, in the south in Mississippi, um, you know, and then so. Um, and we actually, we moved in 93, which was just after, um, I think Rodney King was kind of happening there. So it was kind of, um, uh, you know, that, that, yeah. that whole kind of immersion, um, at a very young age, um, having to learn, learn about racism and then experience it. And, um, yeah, there was, there was a lot, um, to process. So how was that though? How was that? If you, as far as you can remember, compared to what's going on right now, I, I mean, I think, and, and I guess, the yeah, I, I think, and 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 I, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak. Um, I think that my experience um, as an as an immigrant American um, is is very much different from a, a, a black American. I, um, I do think not very much. It, it is different. Um, you know, th- there's some similar experiences. But in no, in, you know, in no means or no ways do I want to speak as if kind of I've I've lived that traditional, um, you know, Black American um, experience. Um, I think my experience coming into okay. into okay. the country and having to kind of learn um, race and racial relations and kind of what you know, it, it it was a long journey. To be honest with you, it took a long time, um, and I'm still learning as as well. Sure. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's shocking when you see when you hear people say things. Um, you know, I think initially I kind of you know put it down as as ignorance or ignorant. Um, you know, it, it it wasn't. You know, I didn't I didn't experience anything yeah. threatening in my life. Um, but, but but I do remember. Okay. Um, you know, in high school and college, I, I I volunteered a lot in the inner cities. Um, and you'd always hear talk about, you know, amongst kids, like, you know, um, 10, 12, 14 year old kids, um, that would have this disdain and this distrust against the police. Um, wow. you know, and I would listen, and, you know, okay. and I would, I would, you know, I'd wonder kind of, you know, you know, but the, the police, they're supposed to kind of keep things in safe and in order and, you know, and they'd have these stories of, of yeah, yeah, the police stopping them literally every day and, um, uh, you know, harassing and, you know, they actually didn't feel safe when the police were around. Um, and again, like, I think that took me a while to kind of process, but, um, you know, with, with these events, you, you start. I guess also because there's, 
So there's a difference in how the police are treated in media, or at least in from a Hollywood point of view, you know how they are treated or visualized. There's there's more comedy or the helpful side of of the police, especially the U.S. police. Yeah, I mean, and then when you yeah. go in as an immigrant, the experience is completely different. I mean, for me, it's heartbreaking actually because I I actually enjoy. I even bought NYPD shirts for my son, and he looks fantastic <laughs> in the pictures because uh, he looks. Up to it. He's the TV, TV show, right? He's exactly. The guy in the mustache. Well, that that show with the guy in the hair and mustache. I don't know. I mean, all very cool and very awesome. And I'm looking up to it, and I'm like, what the hell? Do you know what? My, one of my favorite comedies is Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's about the NYPD. The yeah, NYPD. Yeah, yeah. What's that it's a fantastic <laughs> show. It and it's weird. NYPD. It feels surreal. Well, and 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 it's yeah. not. Look, it's 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 I mean, it's not saying like the police as a system, you know, theoretically is is a bad thing. Um, I think I think what this is helping people realize is one, policing is not like you see it in the movies, right? There's a good and a bad, and and done. The good wins, right? Um, what it's also helping to, to showcase is that the way police policing happens in white neighborhoods is quite different from the way policing happens in black neighborhoods. Um, you know, I, I think if, if you've read anything yeah. about, you know, American um, society and like the drug war and things like that, that's, that's uh, should be clear by now as well. Um, but I think this also kind of brings it to light that, um, there's there's these two halves, and you know another post that I saw just today was so poignant. Um, looking at the two halves of America, now I think there's more than two, but but you know I think for for this sake, you know let's just look at the two sides, and 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 one is one is the way policing happens in um, you know white affluent neighborhoods and the way the policing happens in, in black um, in, uh, neighborhoods is quite different. It's opposite. Um, you know, you look at the protests um, and you look at people during the Corona um, days protesting without masks because they wanted a haircut or they wanted a massage. Mm. Right. Um, exactly. and, 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 and the president yeah. being very, you know, um, 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 empathetic towards their needs. You know, and then you see a (laughs) you see a child holding up a sign that says, "I can't breathe. I just I just want to live. I want to know that 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 I'll be okay." Um, you know, and and that that you know, yeah, I don't know. And the fact the the thing is, it it took even if the pastor's response was just a pause, that that itself was too long. And they even there isn't even that coming from the U.S. Uh, I don't I hate Donald Trump, but uh, I don't think it's kind of I think he's just adding fuel to the fire. But I think it's it's been that systematic process from years and years of of uh, policies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This president this and also kind this, of this behavior. This didn't start. Um, this didn't start with this administration. Right so right this has been going on for all the previous presidents. You're right. You're right. I think yeah. I think the issue is just that there's a um, there's a natural tendency. It's, I don't think it's just the U.S., um, but maybe it is. I don't know. But there's a natural tendency when there's a moment of crisis to look up to your leaders and 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 at least hear what they what they have to say. Yeah. 
Um, and, and, and I think the U.S. has this sense that, okay, I'm going to hear a calming voice from my leader. I'm going to hear a, a, um, a united message, you know, a, a message that gives me hope. Um, and, and I think for the, for, for the first time that I can remember anyway, um, we're just being fed daily vitriol and, and hate and, 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 you know, uh, just being encouraged to, to, to be divisive. Um, and, and humans are naturally divisive anyway. But don't you think the media... <laughs> you, know, you don't have to... But, but fueling it more is just... No, true. It just makes, makes my blood boil. Makes it worse. I think it also, it's also the media or the news outlets that just have made it worse. Now. They've also gone bad. As much as I hate Trump for saying this about fake news, I think everyone yeah, has become fake news. Look, it's, it's, There's very little yeah. true investigative journalists going on with actual news. It's, know, it's like substantial, it's biased news, right? News. And, and, and I think one of the things that I'm really cautious about is, is my voice and my words. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, and I think the media has become a little bit lazy in, in that because the, the way, even the, the, even the ones that tried to be yeah. empathetic towards, um, the protests, um, you know, the types of words that they use, um, is often, often kind of, you know, already has that sense of bias to it. Um, you know, and, and, and so, yeah, you're right. The, the media is not, yeah. um, you know, is not free. Um, from 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 its culpability as well. I was watching um, a Joe Rogan podcast recently, and he had these two guests, Crystal and Sagar, uh, who host a YouTube channel called Webcast Web Series. Based. So they were previously both in kind of uh, media. I think the, the lady was in MSNBC before. And the guy used to uh, be a spokesperson for the White House, Representative Beer. On he came on to Fox News, CNN, and he's done a few uh, topics there. And he mentioned that pretty much just about all the news outlets have talking points that is given to you. So you, as a journalist on TV, you don't have to do any journalism. You just are told these are the talking points that you have. And on a topic, you there'll generally be about two or three people on a panel, and you have like two and a half minutes to talk about it, which is not enough to, to talk mm-hmm. about a national point. You know, you're, you're making policies around something. You can't just have a discussion on two and a half minutes yeah. because there's an ad break and you need to pay the bills because it's a corporate industry, which is, I mean, as much as you're trying to provide a platform of news to the people, you, the, the double-edged sword is making it very corporate and capitalistic and uh, ads and uh, hype, you know, yeah. necessarily. So these two have a great little platform where, because he's he's more conservative, um, uh, more on the modern left, or that's what you call it, I guess, and she's on the modern right, uh, and they bring a different perspective. So each one brings their point of view and they discuss it quite maturely, which I think is should be the way that most media or news outlets should discuss things, not about just like, Every single time that uh, Trump does anything, CNN goes, right, no, it's bad, right. it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's become everything's commercialized, right? So it's it's kind of like you know, what can you do in these little bites? Um, you know, and 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 mm. you know, we've been kind of accustomed to that. That you know, nobody reads long form 
um, writing in their journalism anymore. Um, and, and, and no one wants to kind of sit through a, um, um, a, a, a debate. Um, but also, you know, going back to the divisiveness, and I think that, um, you know, people that I've, you know, that are much smarter than me, you know, I've, I've mentioned that, you know, the, the kind of divisiveness and partisan kind of goes in waves. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we're just kind of um, riding the wave right now, but it's the most divisive and partisan that I've ever seen um, to the point where I've internalized that as well. Um, you know, I used to consider myself a moderate, um, but I no longer do that because I see that there is a force um, that I consider evil on one side that's spewing things wow. that I just can't sit and say, let's try to reason. Um, it almost forces you to be yeah. on, on, the, uh, on the other side to say, well, we need yeah. to balance this thing. Yeah. So if I have to say, let's, let's abolish the whole damn police system right, yeah. just to get a few, few reforms, um, then that's the side that I'm going to be on, right? Because I don't think that it's, it's, it's so difficult to, to, to try to like be reasonable and logical um, when there's such, yeah, when, 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 when there's no, you know, there's no one around to be logical with. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Uh, Have you seen Hassan, Hassan Minaj's uh, police, uh, sorry, it was, what is it about? It was actually about why news is so skewed, why it seems so biased, and that actually explained very well from Fulu's point. And he referred to the destruction of the small local newspapers small around, local the city. around the city. When they started getting when shut down or bought out by, by venture capital funds, private equity. All There's literally people, just two in the whole of US. All yeah, now from from 500 like down to 100 so every time it happens every little town or city little municipality mm. is going unchecked and that is what the skew yeah. in the news yeah no, i agree i agree with that um you know the voice yeah. the, the the disparaging voices that we expect to hear um are just being are being muted or being silenced um and so we, we... But I think this goes, this has, this, some of these this police has to guys go for... Have, sorry, I just wanted to add. These, sorry, uh, can, police, carry on. The, the police guys uh, who work there, the top dogs, the, the senior cops, they earn a tech salary, like a, like a high-tech, high-paid salary. All of them, like really wealthy. Well, not, I mean, not all the police. Uh, maybe this is why they want to put... <laughs> but not not, not all the police earn a lot, but there is a very strong police um, union um, that is that is a key part of this yeah. this problem that 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 doesn't get talked about a lot um, you know it's, it's why a police can get fired and still live a normal life um, you know and still have all the benefits um, it's why it's very difficult to actually prosecute bad police officers um, because there's a strong police union um, that uh, it's also part of the culture, though. Mm -hmm. It's a very police culture country, like, you know. The guns, yeah, and, uh, and that's, you that's what Jai was saying earlier. And it's absolutely right. Is is that it was founded on violence, right? 
And so, you know, when, when, you, when you see these harkbacks to things like law and order, those two words, or three words, <laughs> um, carry so much weight. Um, if you look at, back in the American history of when those words were uttered, um, not just American history, I believe there's also some um, connotations to, uh, to Nazi Germany of, of those words as well. I might be wrong, but, um, um, but I think so. Um, but, but, but they sound like not normal English words, but they are um, the words that have been used to kind of um, um, impugn violence on, on, other, on, on groups that are considered other. Um, and, and really that's, that's part of the foundation of, of this country. Um, and, and, you know, it, it kind of, it, it, it really, it, it pains to even think about that because whereas you know that that's true, you know, the, the, the hopeful side of you says, but, but human beings are not created that way. Are, are we? Um, you know, no, for sure not. As as uh, are you asking if if, if I was supposed, were supposed to be, to be black a, by, by design? murderer by design? Yeah. Okay. Sure okay. I mean, so I mean you're, of course but, not. But if if my white friend, as parents, you, you, <laughs> right. you 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 uh, picked it up very quickly. <laughs> I just want to interject and say, Tech Comedy Life is actually a comedic, very uplifting unfortunately, show. Unfortunately, you invited me. I, I that was your fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, what can we possibly do? Well, I can break. I can break this with a joke. Uh, well, it's not really a joke, but but I, I I was watching, you know, just just watching commentary on on everything that's happening, and um, I quite enjoyed this question because someone asked. Well, we want to make America great again. When was America last great? And one of the responses was probably be- before Columbus discovered right. it. <laughs> sure, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. But, okay. and, and it actually it actually kind of falls back on what Fuller was saying. Is like all the, all the previous administrations. This is not a new mm-hmm. thing. This is ha- this has been happening for centuries. Um, so it's it's been building up. And and yeah, so this this call to make American great, and I'm air quoting here, is really a call to let's keep up the system that we use to implement and create America, which is falling apart and has been falling apart, um, not in huge amounts, but crumbling over the last at least 20 years. I mean, you know, 9-11 was a big hit to, uh, and a violent hit, but a big hit to to what America had represented as and this world power and a white world power. Make America great is, is really that, yeah. um, or the key crux of that, that, that people have a problem with, that I have a problem with, is that again part. Um, because, you know, my view of, of not just American history, but, you know, of world history is that we progress as human beings. Um, you know, today... I'm a lot more enlightened than I was 10 years ago. Um, I, you know, I, I may be a, lo- a lot less op- optimistic um, and idealistic than I was 10 years ago, 
but I never, I never <laughs> say, oh, let me be fully 10 years ago again, right? It's, it's, it's like, you know, let me take the lessons and continue to grow. Um, and, and, and so that again part connotes that there was something better in the past and now let's go back to it. Um, and one of the reasons that minorities especially had a problem with this yeah. is that, no, there, 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 there's not truth in that. Um, you know, uh, for, for the more optimistic ones, we would say that um, we're, we're moving towards something, right? So I think, you know, Martin Luther King said the arc of moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. That was to say that, you know, this union, uh, the perfection of this union is, is a long-term game, but at least it's leading towards justice. That's a message of hope. Um, you know, so, so to look back and say, let's go back to a time that was never great, especially for minorities, um, is, is really problematic at, at, at best, evil and satanic at worst. Sorry, Vijay, you were trying to get to the com- comedic part, and I brought us back down. I mean, I think I've had to skip like 12 jokes because we I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on the 14th one. I'm hoping I can. Get and you know how right? Vijay loves to talk about his jokes. <laughs> yes, I was explaining the jokes later. I feel that great. <laughs> but I, I think just to summarize what, uh, just to add on to what you said, follow. I think it's something not just. I think I think we like to, as the rest of the world, we like to see when U.S. or America doesn't get it right, uh, because they're very boastful about trying to fix other people's problems, and uh, you know they have that kind of attitude of, oh, you <laughs> right. democracy problems, let us right. come and free you, and that, that whole freedom and uh, fuck around. I uh, saw a and, post. Uh, I think today or yesterday that said if yes. America could see what America was doing to America then America would intervene America to free them from America we would have, we would have invaded America a long time ago to introduce the American form of but, uh, uh, democracy to America <laughs> mm. but yeah. I think oh, as much way. as we can laugh about it it's actually, I think it's going to be a very serious thing because I I, I think that there is a almost a civil war brewing, maybe not physically from a guns and violence point of view, but at least from oh, an ideology point of view. It's, it'll definitely be guns. Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, well, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, right? <laughs> but I don't think it'll get hopefully as bad as it could be. But definitely from an ideological point of view, there will be a civil war that stores will break up selling, the country. The gun stores are selling out of guns. It's sold out. Only thing that sells out faster than this is like it's like Billy Joel music, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, country music. But it's, it's all, all everything else in America never sells out. This sells out. So imagine how many people have guns now waiting. Yeah, they haven't even sold out of masks. No, no one cares about masks. Sold out of guns. Yeah, cares about masks. Right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, wearing a mask. Apparently, wearing a mask is against my civil liberties, but. Uh, Holding, not not having a gun. Oh no, no, don't 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 do that. So, yeah. geez, it's a very strange. It it is, and and, perspective, and you know. I think. Oh well. One of the things that actually, um, you know, kind of helped 
start to bring back some some hope in my perspective is that as as much as you know American quotes and I and I use this um, almost flippantly exceptionalism right because America likes to think it's exceptional has been knocked down um, recently um, when you see protest after protest in all corners of the world that are sparked by events in America. <clears throat> when you see in Thailand, I saw a video where they didn't, they didn't want to gather because of COVID-19, but there was like a huge ass Zoom protest um, that, that was going on. When you see that, it shows that people still at the very least care about what happens in America. They're attuned to it. Um, and also the people are looking for leadership in this arena because what happens in America doesn't stay in America, as we know. McDonald's didn't stay in America, right? Uh, but, but um, you know, they're, they're looking to, um, you know, Britain's got its own... Um, racial issues. South Africa's got right. its own racial issues, but right? So I, th- I think that across the world, people are like, America, okay, hmm. your play, what are you going to do? But, but America has a difference. America has a different standing, though, because because it wasn't... I mean, it, it's it's one of the newer countries, right, that, that came about not from its own indigenous people, but through colonization. And it was a social experiment, to say the least. Here's this, I mean, this well-famous constitution that's meant to give freedom for everyone, you know, allow independence uh, for each individual and through prosperity and uh, personal freedom, personal, you know, security, the right to bear arms, etc., etc., etc. But obviously, the, I think as a land, as, a, as an idea, it had the right intentions. And... It, it essentially is is a land full of immigrants, right? If you really look about it, think about it. It's <clears throat> and that's why I think there's more of a vested interest from the rest of the world in how its famous democracy will turn out, because that essentially should set the the template for all other countries to follow. Uh, obviously, recently it hasn't kind of done that, or it hasn't ever actually lived up to its true democratic yeah. nature of its constitution. But but I think this might be the turning point. Hopefully, yeah. But it's 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 really um, it is really heartwarming. I think to see the the solidarity um, around the world um, on it. Um, mm. I don't even think you know. I remember nine eleven. There was there was solidarity around the world as well. But um, but yeah, I think I think this this sure, feels a little sure. bit different. So do you think uh, November will be a massive, um, mass? I think the biggest water turnout in in the U.S. Or do you think I don't know? It'll take much longer than that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a. Um, I took I took two semesters of political science in in in, in college, but um, <laughs> but uh, okay. you know the the political um, arena that we find ourselves in is so different from what anybody could could um, even try to model. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast um, 
from uh, you know with with some some of these posters today, and and everyone's no one even wants to make you know the slightest bit of um, qualified analysis, even with the you know what the polls are showing. So um, we we just we just don't know it all. It all it all comes down to turnout, right? Um, and I think unfortunately the the um, sure. the candidate on the Democratic side is. He's not the most. It's not the most. It's not the most. He's not the most exciting of, of candidates. <laughs> so, um, so really, the only thing that no. we can wish for. Look, no. what happened in twenty sixteen, uh, sorry, twenty eighteen, where we saw w- more women, more women of color, be elected in Congress. Um, if if I can s- ever say anything good towards Donald Trump, it is that that was a Donald Trump effect. Um, and, and we have him to thank, at least in part for that. Um, mm-hmm. really was, did he have the most in terms of women, um, and women of color that were elected into, um, office at the national level? Yes. Um, okay. So, interesting. Basically, yeah, because of Trump, more people of color joined the fight because he was an opposite effect yeah. that pushed more people the months the months following more his election in 2016 yeah, there yeah. were more women and and people of color signing up to um to find out how to be elected um and then as a result more of them were elected um and so i think i think if you know if 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 that holds up you know, then, then the kind of opposite effect of, you know, kind of just wanting to get this guy out, hopefully should, should push the other side forward. But, um, you know, it, 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 we'll see. Nobody, nobody sure. knows. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Oh, I think that's a perfect, perfect way to end it.